Hein. Welcome Good to the morning. show. Good morning, Yorick. I wanted to invite you because you are the co-founder of Microdosing Institute and Microdose.nl. Yep. I think microdosing and plant medicine are a major factor in my health. And I think it should be for a lot of more people in their health journey, in their spiritual journey, discovering themselves. So welcome to the show. And could you introduce yourself a bit more? How did you start on your journey? Okay. Yeah. Like you said, my name is Hein Bijnaken. I'm 49 years old, almost 15 next week. And yeah, I've always been intrigued by psychedelics and, 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 and journeying, inner journeying. So like I've always been since my 17th been a psychonaut, let's say. And so yeah, uh, the first time I, I took psychedelics, I was very, very impressed. And I had my first universal insights back then already. So I started at a young age. Yeah, I was very interested in, in all kinds of, of ways of, of expanding your consciousness, like meditation, and I studied Buddhism and shamanism and those kind of things. So yeah, and to lo make a long story short, after 30 years of psych using psychedelics and, and studying the potential healing of psychedelics, I stumbled upon microdosing uh, in 2016, early 2016. My best friend passed away. He he suffered from cluster headaches, and I wanted to find out why high doses of psychedelics or mushrooms in this case worked to abort his cluster headaches. Because for over the tw yeah twenty years, we found out by the by the the website and organization Cluster Busters that 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 psychedelics and mushrooms could could abort cluster attacks so for over 20 years we i guided him when he had cluster headaches and then yeah we did a trip together and then sometimes it aborted his his cycle but of course high doses are very hard to plan so a lot of times we were too late and so yeah after years and years of of having these cluster headaches he came into isolation and yeah couldn't take it anymore and uh, yeah then he passed away due to the causes of cluster headaches let's say so yeah i wanted to find out if microdosing could be like a preventive medicine for him and uh, so yeah I, I i started to experiment with microdosing came in contact with jim Fetterman at a very early stage and since then we've become friends and he's a mentor and by his work inspired by his work i decided to build a website and to start a platform, although I didn't know how to do that. So, so then the first microdosing event came in Holland, in Amsterdam, and I met Jacobine from the Weide. And we, we, yeah, she was from the Psychedelic Society of the Netherlands and organized that microdosing event. And there were 120 people or something. So we were very, yeah, surprised by how, how it lived and in that early age of, of 2016 already. So yeah, we, we said, Hey, we, we need to have uh, to build a community and map who is microdosing and why people are microdosing. So yeah, let's, let's build a website. Can you help me out? And uh, because at the first micro dose I took in 2016 I, I I thought okay this is a little bit too much but I had the inside of, of making a website out of it and claimed the domain names like microdosing in L and microdose.nl and 
microdosering dat en al en al die en al die domain names like okay I have to save this because this is interesting I was very skeptical at the moment or uh, also so so with a little bit of Dutch soberness I I wanted to find out if it's uh, if if it has the benefits that that everybody talks about and most articles came from Silicon Valley that, back then and so I gathered all these these benefits and there were like 26 benefits and I was like okay this is a miracle cure if that's true and I didn't believe it I still don't believe it but yeah I have, uh, after two months of of microdosing I I, uh, I saw a slightly change in my whole perspective and so sort of an inner revolution came out of me so it was very subtle though so I and I need to observe it very well but yeah I, I still felt that there were subtle changes in my behavior and in my yeah in my way of see, perceiving things so so to get back on, on on why we started the platform yeah we wanted to map who is microdosing why people are microdosing what are the pros, the cons, the benefits, the, the risks, the risks, and so we started collecting data and writing, writing the website. Then we launched the website. We built a platform around it on on Facebook and and Instagram. And yeah, later on we built a bridge to the scientists and the researchers that were doing microdosing studies and needed a platform or a community to with people who wanted to participate on their surveys and their and their studies so yeah that's in the early stages how how we came to the to the microdosing institute back then it was called microdosing.nl we were only dutch because in in holland you can microdose legally with magic truffles so uh, yeah we could uh, speak very openly and uh, yeah that helped us to uh, yeah to to get more understanding also and uh, yeah our one of our main agendas was also to and the taboo of, of of that still surrounds psychedelics and the use of psychedelics. So microdosing is a very good tool to make it, yeah, discussable and and that people discuss it and they're not afraid of it and they like to see it as a food supplement or like homeopathic or something. So yeah, that was quite a journey. Yeah, and also interesting that it it started with adversity with your friend, for example, uh, from the cluster headaches. I'm sorry to hear that, by the way. One of my best friends also had cluster headaches. In 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 the, it was incurable at that stage. So I I, I know a bit what how that goes. And she also used mushrooms. Mm-hmm. What you mentioned at the at the early at, at the beginning of your your story is the universal insights you gained from microdosing. I think for the, for the listener, it's good to explore first what the idea of microdosing is. I mean, we have psychedelics, we have mushrooms, and indeed psychedelics are a bit of a taboo or they they sound like, oh, that's that's drugs, but I never did drugs and I microdose on a daily basis. So could we explore a bit about what is microdosing at the core? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, microdosing is taking a very tiny amount of a substance, a classical psychedelics like magic mushrooms, like magic truffles, like LSD or legal analogs of LSD, like 1CP or 1P LSD. You can microdose with San Pedro, with ayahuasca. Uh, with iboga, with amanita muscaria, all these, but the, the main classic psychedelics is magic mushrooms where psilocybin containing mushrooms. 
and LSD, and you take it for over a longer period of time. So microdosing is is really that you 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 make a journey out of it and not taking it once because the like the hidden power or effects are after a longer period of time. So let's say three weeks or something, then slowly there's a, a micro shift in in your perspective. If you have a positive effect, of course, for some people, they don't have a positive effect or they don't, it it doesn't do anything for them. I think we believe it has to do with the, the, the phase of your process where you're at. But yeah, so taking it over a long period of time uh, using a sort of a protocol. And there are different protocols, the, the standard protocols, the Fadiman protocol, because he uh, initiated it and was the rediscoverer of microdosing. You can Google him and you will find all kinds of articles and, and, and podcasts around James Fadiman. And that, that protocol is one day on, two days off, one day on, two days off. That, that, that's research protocol designed to, to find out what a microdose day is. And we believe microdosing has a two days effect, although it doesn't have a direct effect the second day. It, it has an indirect mini afterglow. And for people who are listening, who did a high dose journey, they know that, the, that there is a sort of a, a, an afterglow after your, your, your journey for two to four weeks. Like you feel reborn, you feel reset. And, and with microdosing, it's very subtle, but it's two days effect, like the, the second day. People also report back to us that they feel very at ease, milder in their reactions, being more in the present moment, those kind of things. So, and the third day is also a break, and that is to look back on what is the difference between a normal day and a microdose day. And, and yeah, if you do that for a couple of times and you, you, you write a journal, then people re- report it back to, to Jim Fadiman in that, this case. So that is how his protocol was developed. Yeah, later on, we came to find out that, that if you uh, have a burnout or ADHD or uh, a depressive uh, a depression, then sometimes people don't don't want or it, it is interfering their momentum to have a, a third day of a break. So so they we we started to to experiment with the microdosing every other day protocol. So you take it one day on, one day off. And there's some other protocols uh, we can dive into maybe later. But yeah, so yeah, what well, the main thing is that you. You take it for at least one month if it doesn't interfere in your normal life and it's, it feels okay and it feels good. And then you can proceed for, for two months or 10 weeks. And then you need to have a, take a break to reset your receptors, to look back on what you learned and also to avoid tolerance because psychedelics build up tolerance very quick. That is also why these protocols are designed to avoid tolerance. If you, we, we don't want to have a Western approach like take a medication two times a day or something less is more we always say so yeah and also avoid tolerance because your receptors are are filled up and you need to give them a break sometimes so yeah interesting yeah when i first started microdosing i I did the every other day because i I wasn't a burnout and at, at, at first i was consuming it because i wanted to cure something but Earlier this year, or I mean, I, th- I think it was start of this year, I started the microdosing coaching at the Microdosing Institute. And what I learned from that was that you not should not only consume it, but you also integrate it. And I want to 
get back at that later. But that was that was re- literally the biggest shift for me in microdosing journey. That the yeah. integration part in in your daily life is so important, and you will definitely reap the benefits of it. Yeah, you mentioned multiple microdosing substances. Substance yeah. to microdose with. If we, if we pick three, can we pick three substances to name the benefits of, like truffles or one <clears throat> LSD? Well, for a long period of time, the reports that Jim Fadiman got over eight thousand reports of for over sixty countries, the benefits of like LSD and 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 mushrooms, there were not so uh, different. So the the main benefit of of like having a better uh, mood and mental well being, those kind of things that that apply to to both of them. There are some differences, of course, but what we always say, and that's that's what I said at the beginning, like I gained on, on internet. I was trying to find out, okay, what are the benefits? Everybody wants to know that. But you also know that every person is unique. So every person takes it for a different with a different intention you take you took it for to 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 yeah to decrease your your depression or or whatever so i took it to just discover what what happened to me so so these benefits that everybody shouts about and 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 expresses being more creative and having more focus and more energy they don't apply to everybody but what i like to say is that there are two main benefits that if people have a positive experience, then these there are two benefits. One is that you feel more connected to yourself and to your surroundings and nature, and you experience that you feel more in the present moment, feel more in the now. And these two pillars can lead to all kinds of different benefits. And that, that, yeah, that depends on the people, the, the person who takes it. So I can like promote it and say, oh, these benefits. And there's a whole list on our website. And, and you probably, yeah, people who are diving into microdosing can, can find these benefits. But I like to say these two pillars, these, uh, it's, it's like a, a tool for mindfulness. Being more in the present moment, get less distracted by your mental distortion and your rumination and those kind of things can lead to all kinds of benefits. And for some people, it's it's a decrease in 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 burnout and depression. And for some other people, it is more being more em- empathic, empathetic. That's very yeah, yeah. empathetic <laughs> towards my children, for instance. I I I felt like oh, I I can I can move on the same level they are and and then yeah we had more connection and they we had more mutual respect for each other instead of playing the the policeman and saying you can do this and you can do that but because that didn't help or work and so for me it was that and for me also in my personal experience was I, i felt more proactive and my wife always laughs about it if I if I mention this because I was more proactive in the things I liked to do, but not in the doing the dishes or the wash or whatever. But yeah, so so I I felt like procrastination that 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 really helped me to tackle that, and and that is what how I yeah what my benefits are. I can only talk about my own benefits, and and of course I can relate to other people's benefits. For instance. LSD. If if you have to if you have to choose a substance and and a benefit of of it is that a lot of people with ADHD benefit a little bit more with LSD 
because it also binds to the dopamine receptors instead of only the serotonin receptors. So, 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 yeah, we we just finished an ADHD microdosing study in collaboration with Maastricht University. So, and uh, yeah, it's it still was a bit unclear if 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 LSD was the main substance that has the most benefits. But yeah, for us in the community, we feel that 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 we get reports back to to us that that people with ADHD benefit more for, with the substance LSD or the legal versions of LSD like one CP LSD. And but for instance, if you are de- depressed and some people are depressed and just need to get off this couch and, 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 and do things. So then LSD might be a better choice, but some people need just to have mental balance and emotional balance. So, and then psilocybin containing mushrooms can be a little bit more appropriate. And it all has to do with your own energy level and your it has to resonate with your energy so that's why at first you you can it it is interesting to in the first month or so to find out which substance works best for you and it doesn't it isn't like okay i'm depressed so you take that uh, that is the western approach and we we tend to to, to yeah we that we hope that that uh, that it works like that but with psychedelics it doesn't work like that so yeah no, it, may, it definitely makes sense because uh, sometimes I'm in your Facebook group, uh, obviously, and you see a lot of questions um, like, I'm getting too tired. Even I had, had those comments at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I'm getting too tired or I'm, I'm feeling more stressed when I use the microdose. But often when we, we talk uh, with the, those persons, they, they realize afterwards, like, Oh, it's just emphasizing my stress or it's just emphasizing how tired I am, but it's not yeah. making me more tired. It's making me more aware yes. of how tired I am. That's what I realized uh, at the beginning of my microdose journey. Is Yeah, that's a good realization because, uh, and of course, it's it's easy to say, oh, I, I get tired from the truffles and, 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 and it's easy for us to say, oh, and that's because, and, and we can make <laughs> up a whole story. But in the end, it, it, it can f- f- make you a little bit fatigued or, or a little bit sleepy. Uh, if you take a high dose of mushrooms, uh, people are starting to yawn. And, and if you take a really high dose, then you fall asleep sometimes. It's like a, a safety pole. <laughs> but yeah, so, so, but it's also starting a process. And it's similar if you are depressed and you have a therapy session, then sometimes after an hour of talking about it, it really drains your energy. And we think that if you, if you microdose and you do it on the, on a regular basis, then, then you're starting a process and that costs energy at, at first because it is a non-specific mental amplifier. And that is also what you experience. Like, okay, I'm more aware of my sleepiness. I'm more aware of that. I'm irritated about something. So, and, and then you see in the Facebook group, hey, I got irritated from the mushrooms. Or you take a little bit too much, then, then anxiety can, can enter, and then you have to lower that dose. But it's also a signal, and that is, that is the most important of microdosing. It points to things, to, to your patterns, to your behavior, like a, like a, a signpost. And what also is, is that it, it's like a magnifier. You look through the magnifier and not at the magnifier so so it's a catalyst and so that is why we always say don't take too much of a microdose because then you feel the direct effect and that can be very pleasant but it also 
interferes and distracts it from where it points at. So it distracts it like I, I get irritated or I get anxious or from a certain, I get triggered by a situation. And, and then is that is signal that you need to do something about that. And that is how microdosing works. So I'm, I'm very happy that you realized that at a very early stage because, yeah. Well, mostly because of the, the community of Microdosing Institute as well. Mm. Uh, maybe it's, it's good to fall back on, you have Microdose and Microdose, Microdosing Institute. The Institute is really helpful because of all the scientific <laughs> research that it provides. Could you tell more about what you provide at Microdosing Institute? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we first started to build a, a community platform because community is key. We always say first start with connection and, and with the like fi finding the others and like-minded people to talk about your experience, your concern and uh, concerns and your questions that you have. So, so that was the, our first goal, but also to provide reliable information and reliable information is not promoting microdosing, but really seeing it from a realistic point point of view and that's why we also build a bridge to all these researchers because we we tend to not claim anything on our website that that hasn't been claimed yet we we can refer to anecdotal stories but then have a, as a side note say okay it, it hasn't been claimed yet by clinical studies for instance so so what we provide is like reliable realistic information based on on research and also the anecdotal stories but yeah you can imagine if if 60 60 countries and 8000 report because we share with Jim Fadiman we share these reports and we discuss the risks and those kind of things but if if 60 countries and 8000 people say similar things then you can like conclude that there is more than microdosing is more than a than a placebo effect and we can talk a little bit about that later on maybe but yeah if 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 8000 people say hey i make healthier choices i eat better i sleep better then yeah you you it is it is worth researching it that's that at least what we can say so what we provided is because Jacobine both Jacobine and me have a, a, a coaching background I'm an NLP, uh, NLP coach and she is a holistic coach so we started to guide people and coach people at the early times on donation base uh, during meetups and and those kind of things so yeah we started to design of the, the the knowledge we gained we started to design six week coaching programs we also provide that because the the power of that is that you're microdosing in a group and we also uh, launched our first certificate program and of course it's almost arrogant to say like we give certificates to people but it's it's mostly designed like okay we have gathered information and we've shared information with researchers and with Jim Fadiman and this information is is i think interesting enough to to give to other people who are wanting to work with microdosing professionally because and it's not rocket science everybody knows that we do well you just take a microdose and you, you start your journey but what we find important is that that everybody uses the same language on their websites for instance and not promoting things because we get people on our email with they are very desperate and see microdosing as their last resort or their solution to their problems or as a quick fix or or a magic bullet and we find it very important that that people don't misuse that and and mislead people with 
promising advertisement. And so, so that is also why we, with a sort of a code of ethics, we want to educate people how you can make the most out of your microdosing journey and how to, to use it professionally. So that is what we, we provide. And also, yeah, community-based meetups and events, but due to COVID, that, that has lowered a little bit. Now we're starting to do new events in collaboration with other people and organizations mostly. Sounds good. Yeah, you referred to, I mean, I don't know if it was specifically you, but the Institute also referred to a scientific program you can join in Maastricht as well, right? Yeah, is that, yeah, there's, there's now there's a, a new... It was a couple of weeks ago that you could join and, and, and join the talks and the, and even a walk together. <clears throat> I'm not sure if, if I know which one you refer because we have similar, uh, different projects. We have one with Groningen University and we did uh, neurofeedback with microdosing and we started a new program with Maastricht University, but that was linked to our coaching program. Ah. So, so yeah, they wanted to find out if the combination of coaching and microdosing can, can have benefits and if have more benefits than without coaching. And of course, it all depends on the person itself because you can microdose very well on your own. You don't need a, a coaching program, but it's, it's, it can be helpful to 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 gain to to gain some tools and some some insights on how you can uh, yeah make the most out of your microdosing journey. So that's why we decided to do, run these uh, programs and yeah and um, so uh, that's the collaboration with with Maastricht University, uh, the last project we have. Sounds good. Well, I can confirm that the, your coaching, at least of, of the institute, can be very helpful. I had, a, I believe it was six or eight sessions okay. with, with Naomi from England. Naomi, if you're listening, <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> okay. And it definitely helped me because, like I mentioned earlier, when I started on my own, I did the every other day and it definitely helped me because it gave me more Physical awareness was like the the, the the shift went from my head to my body and yeah. so that I was a, more able to feel what my body needed at that moment, which at the time was a burnout. So it wasn't, I just needed rest, but yeah, that, that physical awareness really helped for me. But when I started the coaching, she really helped me with, okay, you're consuming something that is integrated with your body but not only with your body but also with your surroundings how you interact with the world around you and yeah that's definitely some good promo for the coaching program at microdosing institute <laughs> yeah yeah well we 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 are not healing someone we are guiding someone to heal your his self himself so that is that is what we just do and yeah, we use uh, microdosing is not the goal of like taking it. It's, it's, it's just, it's just a tool or a support of being a little bit more aware of your behavior, of your patterns, of your intention. That is also, also we learn people how to set an intention and why it's so important, why it's so important to journal, why it's so important not to just take it and go by your day, but really make a little ritual around it and building a relationship with this plant medicine or earth medicine like truffles and mushrooms are and also acknowledge that it has a history of a thousand year use of indigenous people using it for spiritual and religious and medicinal purposes 
and and then it becomes a little bit more full and and more interesting to to take it and yeah we we also have a a, a fifth generation mazatec medicinal shaman who educates about the history of psilocybin container mushrooms and what i find most important and most beautiful is that she really um learned us or t- taught us to that that we need to acknowledge that these plant medicine and earth medicine have an intelligence have a spirit and have something to to tell us and then it becomes very interesting and then yeah that is that is the mo- i think one of the most important things we we give people on their journey and yeah yeah, most definitely. I can I can confirm. You are very careful with mentioning that it is not the solution. That it is not that you you cannot. I'm looking for the right word. Promise anything from it. Yeah. But that is because I believe that not everybody at at the office can tell their boss that they are on a microdose that day. I think a lot of people would get fired because a lot of people still think you're using drugs during mm-hmm. your work day do you think or do you notice that the scientific research that you are providing as well with the microdosing institute is helping with that process that it is getting normalized yeah for sure it it's it's yeah it normalized in the sense that of course you need to, you need to be careful how your surroundings is talking about it and if you have like a zero tolerance profile on on your work you, you also need to be careful i ha- i had that similar issue or not issue but situation that's why i i tended not to take it on 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 my work and and that is why there are different protocols you can also take two days in a in a week or three days in a week where you don't have to work or where it's more appropriate but and we didn't touch upon that when we talked about what is microdosing but the most important is to find your sweet spot your ideal dose and we need to talk about that because that's most important before you can start microdosing on your work or driving a car or whatever doing your daily routine you need to find what your ideal base dose dose is where you can function normally in your daily routine and that can take a few times of taking it in before you know that. But yeah, and, and the, 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 the main guidelines is that you have an increase in your social interactions, but you don't giggle all the time or that's those kind of things. You can focus and ha- have a concentration on your laptop, for instance, of when, while reading things without staring at it and that, that uh, you're, the, the letter's starting to dance or something. You don't have any psychedelic effects. That is also so very important like visual distortions but yeah so so yeah uh, and so so if you start microdosing do that on a, a day off when you don't have any obligations and yeah that you if you take too much that doesn't have to be uh, that, that doesn't have to mean that it's unpleasant but it's getting unpleasant if you do it in the in a in a in a wrong setting so the high, the the higher the dose the the, the more important the setting becomes that's why with higher doses people do it in a ceremony in a yurt in a safe container that's really important but yeah so um, yeah that's being said that is really important to to find your sweet spot first and you can read all about it on our website of course but uh, yeah 
Yeah, but I forgot yeah. your question actually due to this <laughs> side side. Uh, yeah, the importance of of getting it normalized because of the scientific research yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one of my hidden agendas when I stumbled upon microdosing was like this is very interesting because I was also always intrigued about the taboo that still surrounds psychedelics and all the Indian stories, I like to call them, that, that like LSD would have chromosome failure and uh, all these kind of strange things that, that are all, yeah, that, that have been proven wrong by scientists over the past years. So I thought, hey, this, this microdosing can really learn people in a very safe way the, the potential healing powers of micro psychedelics. And it's also that people just starting to discuss it and find it interesting. And uh, a lot of people wanted to find an alternative for other medication like Ritalin and, and SSRIs and those kind of things. So, so yeah, that was also my hidden agenda. Like microdosing is sort of a Trojan horse that you slowly ride into society and then from inside out people starting to realize that it has benefits and maybe it has medical medical benefits and at least it's worth to find out and do research so we slowly start to see it's more getting more mainstream that but also that people are more open to it and and seeing it f with a with a, a clean vision instead of pre just judgment of of all kinds of yeah indian stories so do you experience a lot of boundaries in growing that expanding the the, the institute i mean boundaries from when you want to organize an event and they ask you for what is it do you ever experience a boundary in people that don't want you to spread the gospel <laughs> no not yet actually so there like the venues we we used to hire rent out uh, like mirror center and and other meetup uh, places or something we didn't encounter any anything as long as we just discuss discuss microdosing that is not illegal we do like financial platforms like like paypal for instance they ban all companies are uh, who, who are related to psychedelics instagram facebook they all have like algorithms that if you use psilocybin or LSD or microdosing that they you get the shadow band or I don't know how it's mm -hmm. called and sometimes your whole account got uh, it will be deleted uh, a lot of psychedelic organizations uh, suffer from that and that is really really hy hy hypocrite because like Meta or Facebook and and Instagram, they, they come from Silicon Valley and almost everybody microdoses there. And the, the, all the whole money of the, the the whole Silicon Valley tech world is surrounded by psychonauts. And and Steve Jobs is is the, is is one of the very good example who was open about his LSD use. But so yeah, and and like if you have a company, and we decided to 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 be a company as a microdosing institute because we also offer services, then yeah, it's very hard to 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 get a, a business account, bank account, for instance, and to to find payment service also. So a lot of payment services also yeah decide not to work with with us so th that's that's the, the struggle we have and a lot of people but yeah they're also getting more interested in it at the other end because it's getting more mainstream and they also know how oh, it's also uh, something we can make money of so yeah it's slowly maybe changing but that's that's a struggle we have sometimes 
Yeah, sometimes I see a lot, a lot of legalization in, in, in America or in even Australia because if you want to get cured on your depression, this this is starting to get more traction, I, f- I believe. So that's interesting. And let's hope the future is bright for microdosing and the, and the related substances. You mentioned the, the type of dose that fits perfectly for you. When I referred to my journey, I started with, 0.3 or something and and now it's getting more intuitive sometimes i take one or 0.5 it's it's between those ranges for daily use mm-hmm. uh, but could you elaborate a bit on the different types of doses i believe they they have also the heroes dose that's 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 a bigger dose right i'm not mm-hmm. really familiar with those kind of names Okay, yeah, well, of course, there's not only microdosing, but you also have high doses or macrodosing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that, that word uh, was coined because people talking about microdosing. So, but there's a whole range between it, of course. You have like museum dose or a concert dose. People tend to say, uh, mention or call it like that. And you take like one gram of dried mushrooms or, or, or 50 to 100 micrograms of, of LSD. And you can still navigate and you can still talk and, and, and make conversations and those kind of things. And you have journey doses and you take, so you take a high dose, like three to five grams of dried truffles or dried mushrooms. Yeah. With all kinds of different. <clears throat> effects of course but if you take a really high dose then the, the the purpose is to 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 get a mystical experience and people starting to to experience that they feel one with everything and be connected with everything and and ego disillusion so so your ego gets thrown out to the background so yeah i don't know what what you want to know about these effects or yeah what the difference yeah, well, what- is but yeah, what 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 ranges should we think about when we look at microdosing? I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with it's it's very important to to always mention that if you're talking about mushrooms, you're talking about dried mushrooms because we also use magic truffles in in Holland and and they are fresh because they can't be processed because that's illegal. So the, these are talked fresh, but they have like a different weight. So it's it's very interesting. Important to talk to always mention if they're dried or are fresh. So the range of dried mushrooms is between 0.05 to 0.3 or 4. After like 0.5 is already starting to 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 become a, a mini dose for most of the people. Along the way, during the last ten years, Jim Fadiman also adjusted these, these, uh, these different microdose levels, for, for especially with with LSD, because at first he said ten to twenty micrograms, but then he noticed that twenty micrograms is way too much for like ninety five percent of the people. <clears throat> people who are in an autistic spectrum. They t- they need more of a microdose, so that is maybe why. Yeah, at first people took sometimes reported that they took like 20 micrograms and then started to feel something. But yeah, for a, mi- a microdose of LSD, for instance, then you take like three micrograms to 15 micrograms. That's an average microdose. With fresh truffles, it's around 0.25 or three three grams of fresh magic truffles. That's a microdose also. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's also interesting, but we will touch on that later, that after I did my first ayahuasca ceremony, I started taking higher doses to reach an, another effect than what I wanted to experience before. But we'll touch on that later. You were talking about expanding consciousness also because of this, this substance. At the first meetup you mentioned, there were like 100, 120 people. Yeah. Do you notice some sort of trend that more and more people are navigating towards microdosing? Yeah, because it's getting more mainstream, of course, other different groups are, are now entering the, the stage and, and wanted to find out if <clears throat> if microdosing can be of help or of support. The, the the main group is 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 the group who 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 does it like the biohackers who who do it for personal development, for mental health, and and increase in mental well being. That's the main group. And then <clears throat> there's also a very big group who does it for medicinal purposes or like who have depression, ADHD, burnout, PMS. So these kind of things. And, and of course, because we, we collected a lot of anecdotal stories, we started to find out that microdosing and psychedelics in general seem to communicate with your natural healing system. We, that's a, that's a term Jim Fadiman always use, uses because it, it seems to rebalance the, the disbalance or in your in your system and that's why so so interesting to that that people also starting to to notice that they have physical benefits like like yeah their skin starts to feel better because a lot of a lot of these kind of issues are psychosomatic so so yeah if your psyche is more in balance and you get less stressed then it also yeah it also reacts to your your physical body, of course. It's a whole holistic perspective and a holistic system that that operates down. So so yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, what else I wanted to say about this? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we look at the, the more the expanding of consciousness, and not only per individual but also as a whole, as a as a community i maybe it's just because i just started a more serious journey in this realm but i feel like they are starting to get more communities also that want to expand their consciousness and using yeah. those substances as well i mean you see feminine masculine groups you see microdosing groups you see a lot of retreats I mean, it, I, I yeah. can imagine it's good for business, but it's also a nice development in, in yeah. this space, right? Yeah, and, and, and that is also because like, and that's why we collect anecdotal stories and we put them on their website. We always ask like if people have a very special experience to to share this with the community and with us so we can, that, that it, it relates to other people. Like for instance, three years ago, we found out that, or four years ago, that people with ADHD benefited from microdosing. So, and then, yeah, we, we started to write, a, write more about it and, and, and ask university to write a stu study about it because, yeah, we wanted to find out if that really, if we can really claim that. And that also is with PMS, for instance. So, it 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 seems that it it rebalances the the, the hormonal 
your hormonal system for females or so yeah but of course we can't claim that yet so so we need to find out with surveys and studies to to if that's really true but and then yeah people think hey they read this and then they want to try to find out so then yeah this group grows of of of, of women who have who struggle with pms for instance p-menstrual i don't know situation i don't know what the 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 shortage is of that but so yeah so yeah new groups starting to emerge and like you said the biggest group is is that that who wants to yeah do personal development live a healthy life and yeah really to yeah to use it as a tool for for personal development for personal growth yeah and and how i approach that is that i use how do you do that personal development that is to observe your your behavior to observe your patterns your triggers your your things and and microdosing really can be of help with that because if you set an intention on that day and you take a microdose and you say an intention is not a goal on its own it's it's more like where do you want to be connected to i want to be connected to my patients for instance like i'm very impatient sometimes so so i'm going to observe this day when i take this microdose to to find out where the triggers are without judgment, just observing. And, and that's why I, I always use the word stalking or like if you hunt for a prey, like hunter gatherers in, 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 uh, used to do, then you observe your prey. So let's say you are the prey yourself. So you observe your prey your, yourself to to find out where your triggers are but if you judge yourself too much then you get frustrated because you think okay this is the trigger and i always do it and it's an automatic pilot and i'm bad and i'm like and then all these implemented patterns and and thinking about negative thinking about yourself starting to emerge so you really need to have a mindset of being gentle to yourself that you are a human being and you are special and you have yeah during your life you have conditioned yourself with all kinds of patterns and 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 mostly patterns and conventions that you don't need anymore in your adult life but just they're still around and yeah if you if you are gentle to yourself and and observe without judgment that really helps to to make a shift to make a change so yeah that's how i used it in, in at for, at the first time and then yeah and and what i also want to say is that microdosing that is that is proven with two studies that it alters your time perception so what it means is that that is like it's it's it says that it almost proves that you feel more in the present moment because it 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 seems to prolong your your time perception and that is why you experience it as as feeling more in the present moment but between the the trigger and your response in in daily routine in your situation there's a space and within that space there's your freedom to choose to choose differently and most of the people or who who have like embedded patterns they they react in a conditioned state in an automatic pilot state and microdosing helps it to stretch it a little bit so so that you you have time to choose differently choose a different emotion choose a different reaction and and we think and of course that's my hypothesis but we think that there's lies the benefit of microdosing that yeah for instance if you are angry sometimes people say count to 10 you know and then you can you count to 10 and then you can have a different emotion afterwards and, uh, and maybe it works a little bit like that so 
Yeah. Sounds legit. I, 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 that, yeah, it definitely does. And what I also find interesting is that some people want, want to use it for like a symptom, which is not the goal per se, but for some people it is. And then because they take the substance, they experience, they, they take it for a linear cause, like uh, I want to get rid of my addict. But when they start that journey, the the effects expand and the awareness expands. And then they get aware of a lot of more stuff they're suffering from and they can yeah. get in touch with that even more. That's that's what I like about microdosing. It's not yeah. a linear, linear solution. Yeah, that's similar. What we always say is that that it doesn't give you what you want, but sometimes also what you need. So, and 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 that is also why I refer to that it's so important that you acknowledge that these plant and earth medicine have an intelligence and they have something to to teach you. Um. Um. So yeah, it, and it's also if you abuse psychedelics, for instance, people say it. If if microdosing is so beneficial, isn't it addictive? But if you if you if you abuse it, then it will it will teach you it will teach you that that, that yeah you are abusing it. So how do you say it? in in Dutch? It's like I don't know how to call it in English, but it learns you the facts on on that you are abusing it. So and of of course it builds up tolerance very quick, and that's a safety knob of psychedelics. So if you take a high dose today, you have to take the double dose tomorrow, and the third third day you have to take a triple dose uh, and then it doesn't work anymore and uh, so yeah it uh, builds up tolerance very quick but yeah to get to get back on on stalking yourself and observing yourself i think that's really really important then you yeah you yeah for yeah for people who are biohacking your their system it's i think they can relate to it that you yeah need to find your triggers why you eat so unhealthy when you eat so unhealthy and yeah how can you tackle that yeah i agree yeah, yeah. And, and that's why i think microdosing has such a connection with biohacking because biohacking has the image of i want to get stronger and improve and, and enhance everything but to me biohacking is an intention of understanding own self all the processes that's going on in your body, in your mind, in your consciousness, and to see if you can improve for the sake of improving what you need instead of improving for a better result. And yeah. I think microdosing helps extremely good in expanding that that consciousness of own self. It, it yeah. can guide you. But what you said about the intelligence, I find that the intelligence of plants, I find that really interesting because in Western society, I believe that is not a normal perspective because when people look in their garden of our, or outside or in the forest, they just see a plant or a tree and like like almost a, a, a dead entity or something. But what you mentioned on intelligence is that that we can interact with those plants. And it sounds like a really far-fetched for people in the Western society, don't you think? 
Yeah, we we have moved away from that. Of course, we have moved away from from nature, and and we see that as a as a like a, a you have nature and you have yourself. But of course, we are nature. We we are not part of nature. We are nature, and uh, yeah, it's it's. I think psychedelics learn us to reconnect with that resonance of life, with with uh, that we are connected to and we are nature again. So that is also a really beautiful insight that that these plant medicine can can give you and yeah then yeah like paul stammett said that we were at breaking convention last week or two two weeks ago already and he, he he's almost preaching that 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 psilocybin makes better people makes better human beings and that yeah if if more people start to to learn the, the these these this these experiences and yeah they they take care more about their environment and nature so yeah yeah that's very a, important. I think that's beautiful and because you we use microdose substances of course but you also have on your website for example like shaga lion's mane turkey tail what else do you have yeah, yeah, reishi. Yeah. You mean on the on the on the online shop? You mean? Yeah, for example, yeah, yeah. And I think what what I love about the similarities, of course, microdosing. Maybe you can can explain the differences between those supplements and microdosing because well, yeah, go ahead. Well, the main difference is that these are medicinal mushrooms. We can't say. On 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 if you if you're selling it commercially, you can't say medicinal mushrooms. You have to say functional mushrooms, mm -hmm. because the the medicinal purposes are not clinically proven, but they have been used for thousands of years by the Chinese and Japanese cultures. And the main the main imp most important thing is that people think because they're also mentioned on on a microdose shop and also on microdose articles that you microdose with these medicinal mushrooms but you don't actually you take a daily dose and you take a daily dose you don't have to use a protocol you can take that every day and you take not a microdose because or else it won't have the medicinal benefits and yeah it doesn't have these like lion's mane cordyceps chaga uh, reishi, a turkey tail, they don't have any psychoactive uh, effects. So, so they are not uh, psych psychedelic mushrooms. But what they do do is that they regulate the, your immune system. So sometimes you, you regulate it down and sometimes it regulates it up. It, it, it rebalances. That's, that's the, their main properties. And every medicinal mushrooms have their own unique properties. Like for instance, lion's mane have, of course, Paul Stamets talks a lot, a little bit about that. And that's why people got interested. People, the microdosing communities, started to get interested in these medicinal mushrooms to combine it to stack it they say because they lion's mane have the lion's mane have the property that it increases neuroplasticity or neurogenesis so it, it it helps to to build new neurons and neural pathways and psilocybin also does that so if you combine it that synergy helps to increase your neuroplasticity Especially when you combine it with niacin, that's vitamin B3. Vitamin B3 causes a flush, so your, your blood vessels start to do that. Sometimes people find it unpleasant. But if you stack that with lion's mane and with psilocybin containing mushrooms, then it acts as a transporter or as a, like a taxi driver that, that, that guides or brings these compounds 
through the blood-brain barrier to the end of the dendrites of the neurons where that neurogenesis started to happen. So that is why Paul Stamets developed the stacking formula called Stamets Stack. You can look it up on our website. And uh, yeah, it's a very interesting way to, to microdose with. And last week he also mentioned it and we, call, we talked about that flush and he, 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 he adjusted his protocol. He adjusted his in, intake. So he, you take a lesser because you have a protocol four days on and three days of rest. And four days on is very, very, is, is a lot for a lot of people. So, so that's why you take not more than 0.1 dried, dried mushrooms and not more than 50 milligrams of niacin and last year he 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 yeah he mentioned it take 200 milligrams of of niacin for instance but a lot of people encountered these flushes and find it very unpleasant so he he downgraded it and fine-tuned it downwards so i'm very happy with that because we get a lot of questions on yeah i i get a flush and it's very unpleasant why do you have to take so much and it's like okay yeah paul stamets it was his hypothesis but now he is starting to show and i also i was at icpr conference in harlem last year and i talked to him and i i i asked him why is this protocol and why do you take it four days in a row and 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 yeah then he at first he said, yeah, protocols are not that important, but I was like, okay, the whole world is listening to, world is listening to, listening to you. That it's really important to, to emphasize why and uh, why you, yeah, you have this protocol, for instance, and why you have this stack. So then he nuanced it and, and mentioned it that, yeah, if, if you want to increase your neuroplasticity, then you have to build up and 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 stack it for a longer period of time or else you you every time you pause that 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 growth so that is why you take it four days in a row and to avoid tolerance you have a three days period of rest or break yeah it definitely makes sense to me to have a protocol indeed yeah. because you yeah you can also journal on the on the days off and the days on to see and tell the differences you mentioned neuroplasticity earlier when you talked about lion's mane, for example. Um, there was also one of the questions that I liked from my followers that mentioned that is the effect temporarily of microdosing or do you really change structures in your brain when you microdose for a longer time? Yeah, well, that all depends on, on what you do with it, of course. So uh, we always say a, a successful microdosing journey is, is if you don't need it anymore. That's not really a business model, but yeah, that's where we're working on. Like, okay, so because if you have a trajectory of two months of microdosing and you gain a lot of insights and then you integrate these insights, what's most important, it's a buzzword, of course, integration. But if you don't do anything with these insights and these realizations, then you didn't learn anything. So, but you can imagine if you have implemented and in integrated these, your insights, for instance, my first, my first insight with a high dose, for instance, when I was 17, then I knew okay, I don't have to take the story I tell myself too seriously because i that's my truth. That's thats how I perceive the world. But there are six or seven billion people living in this world and have a different truth. 
So I decided not to take myself and my story too seriously. That really helped me to to ha- live a positive life and seeing things from a different perspective and have respect for other people's opinions or viewpoints and those kind of things. Because I also put put my my opinions and my truth on a scale to find or, or on a balanced scale to find out is this true? Where where do I where do I get that from or those kind of things? But I needed to integrate that insight so so uh, with microdosing with higher doses i started slowly started to to implement that in my daily routine and so yeah if you then it's everlasting if you do it like that so then you don't need a microdose anymore to to have like a, like a more patience or or some uh, some other insights that you gained, so so yeah, but yeah, so, and then after a trajectory, and you say, okay, I have these insights, I I, I have the journal, and I say, okay, these insights I gained, but did I integrate it already? If not, then you can continue your microdosing journey or without microdosing because you have these insights now, and then really pay attention to your daily routine and where you can where the triggers are that you are not aware and you're not patient and you're not whatever you want to f- discover for yourself and and to improve for yourself so, yeah interesting yeah i can definitely understand that the way you treat it is very important in a way it will last in your life the benefits of it yeah yeah, and a lot of people use it more intention or uh, intuitively afterwards. So, so if it, and and it all has to do with your energy level. The the higher your energy level is, and the more aware you are, and the more in the present moment you can be. And sometimes, yeah, it, it's like a wave, of course, and everything can 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 lower your energy. So then, yeah, people think oh it's time again to to microdose for a while and then you can touch upon these insights and being more aware of yourself again and because it's an, an never-ending process of course personal growth no i agree definitely okay so we touched on microdosing itself the connection with nature which i find one of the most important things of consciousness in general different types of mushrooms um, we have stressed the importance of consciousness, but I wanted to talk about an ex- shared experience we have. I mean, you are way more experienced than I am. I am just a noob <laughs> in that sense. But we have microdosing, we have higher dosing, and then we have, to me, like, to me, it felt like the end game. And I was ayahuasca. <laughs> I did that earlier this year. And I... I, I am confident to say that I could not have the the beautiful journey I had on that day without the journey of microdosing before because I experienced a lot more consciousness in my body. I experienced a lot more of my train of thought. Could you elaborate a bit about the effects of ayahuasca, for example? Yeah, what I like 
that you also that you mentioned that 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 microdosing helps you to to get get a better in depth journey, and uh, we we believe the strength in in the combination of microdosing and a higher dose journey, maybe to to before you get a higher dose, but also maybe afterwards to to implement and integrate these insights you've gained during a high dose journey, and like. You mentioned that that ayahuasca is the end game. Yes, it's not child's play. Also, mushrooms are not not for everyone and not child's play. So, yeah, we need to have a disclaimer on this that that it's not for everyone, and you really need to do your research before you start to tra- take it. And it's very important that that the facilitators screen you and to find out where in your in your phase you are in your process because that's really helps to give you a very good experience and for and for and for especially for ayahuasca because it can make you very confusing also if you are in a wrong state of mind and in the wrong phase of your process then it you can get out of it more confusing than before but yeah like you did it on a very a good way to, to first learn the, the 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 healing power of of microdosing and then and then slowly prepare yourself for a journey and uh, yeah it's very internal process and uh, it can be very confusing and uh, yeah it, it, it it's it can have a total reset also but it can also yeah uh, make you confused because like okay you had your truth and 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 thought you built your whole identity around it and then yeah it it gets wiped away by by ayahuasca and then you need to rebuild yourself again and 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 what is what is your truth who am i and and who i want to be and those kind of things so yeah it's it's good to do some research before because it's it's a very powerful substance but yeah I think it's for people who are interested in it, and it's also if you have a great have had a great experience, please don't convince people to do it because it has to come on your path, and then people starting that it it has to come from their their interest because if you convince people to do it then you're also responsible for the outcome and then they 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 how holds you accountable also can hold you account held you accountable so so that is very important i think that that yeah if you're interested and in, it comes on your path do your research and then you can slowly try to find a, a facilitator or a ceremony or a group or a good friend and then you can yeah Try to find out what it is, but your 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 question was like, what are the effects of of ayahuasca? Yeah, well, the the main effect of of a high dose journey of all sorts of LSD of of psilocybin or or ayahuasca is that you. Some people call it ego death, but your ego is not dying. It's just going to the background. And that all has to do with the default mode network. The default mode network is a part in your brain where you're, like Michael Pollan says in his book, How to Change Your Mind, where your ego sits, where the house of the ego is, where rumination starts, where daydreaming is, where talking to yourself is. And Imperial College in London, they, they did brain scans on people with a high dose. And they found out that exactly that part of the brain amps in, in, in activity. So it almost stops being active. And that is exactly why people 
feel more one with nature and with themselves, but also that they feel that their ego is is di- dissolved, because the other parts of the brain start to to communicate communicate better and more with each other, but the part of the ego is is dampened. So so yeah, that's the main effect of psychedelics in a high dose journey is that you f- you feel like one with your with with nature, being connected to everything feeling connected to the universe and yeah in uh, like i did a 5meo dmt session last month and i experienced like with every cell of my body i experienced the 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 zero point state like being as close as as to the source as possible in a non-dual state like no judgment no polarity no no nothing only yeah Wow. The, the the like like being like being in 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 the eye of the hurricane so like mm-hmm. is a zero point and that's what you can experience but it can also be very chaotic so so yeah you, you, like you can have experience of of uh, yeah being born and dying like that that cycle for instance that you can I, I had one experience where I, I experienced that for three times in a row. Like I saw myself as a seed and and being how do you call it being born mm-hmm. and 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 grow up, grow up to be old and then dying and then it started all over again. And after three three times, I shouted out, "Yes, now I now understand. I know now I works. I don't have to have that that cycle again." Those kind of things you can experience. So yeah, and most important. If you want to do the, these kind of experiences, you need to be able to surrender yourself. So not swim against the river, but let it flow like like a river and like a cloud. Just just go along with it, even if there's like difficult situation or difficult experience during that 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 journey. Because that's that's where the healing is. That's where like you go through the pain. That's the difference between an SSRI and and doing psychotherapy with with the psychedelic is is that you go through the pain and then there's healing. There there is the possibility of healing instead of damping the whole thing and not numbing yourself with an SSRI. That can be very helpful, of course, in the very early stage of your process. But yeah, it can interfere with your process of life in the end yeah yeah i i agree and what i find beautiful is is the similarities between those higher dose and those micro dosing and that is why i wanted to have this conversation is because micro dosing is something you can do every day and i think you should do every day if it's the right time in your life I always take one one day pause. Eh? Of, of course. course, yeah, of course, <laughs> <laughs> on a regular basis, yeah. Follow yeah. the protocol, but of course, we cannot do higher doses like macro macro doses every week. So, in this busy society, I think microdosing is the perfect way to pick a small piece of a ma- macro dose and adjust it to your daily life and implement it into your daily life because yeah it it brings you a bit back to your connection with yourself and that's yeah. at least how i experience it I, I mean did you do a lot of of ayahuasca ceremonies well I'm- 
<clears throat> not a lot. I, I was more into LSD and psilocybin and San Pedro. So I focused on these two, three substances more than because I didn't like ceremonies in groups and where people are mm -hmm. puking and someone mm -hmm. else does the music. So <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I want to do that myself. So I, 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 I guided a lot of uh, sessions in an informal set setting. I did a lot of high-dose journeys with LSD and with psilocybin, but oh, what I like about microdosing actually is that you can, these insights you gain with higher doses, and you mentioned already before that you can do that every week. You don't want to do that every week, and then you, you miss, you miss the point. So you, if you have an insight, you also need to implement it and integrate it, uh, or else it, it, it doesn't make sense to, to, to do it every week and having these same insights, but don't do anything with it. But the beauty from, from my, uh, of microdosing is that you can have these same insights, but they come more gently towards you. So, and they also slowly during your daily routine, they come to you. I always like to, to compare it with like a high dose journey is like a hurricane of insights, chaos and, and surrealistic things that, that you need to process. And microdose journey is more like a soft breeze that these insights come very slowly, but you can have these same insights. And so, yeah. And so sometimes for, for people who don't want to take a high dose journey can be very powerful and very, very beneficial. Although, yeah, these high dose journeys can, can, can really reset your whole perspective of, of who you are and how you want to perceive the world. So yeah, can both be very powerful, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. And what you mentioned earlier is that you should not recommend somebody doing it, especially with the the macro dose. Mm -hmm. I, I I agree definitely. I had last year, and maybe the last couple of years, I had the I had a feeling or a thought that I wanted to do ayahuasca someday, and I think it was last December that I that there was a moment that there was like it's time now it's time to do it and it was not a, a thought process but i just felt i am ready to open that door right now and i cannot tell you the moment that you should do it because you will know at the moment in time that it, that you are ready for it and i think that's really important with a macrodose and ayahuasca seems very big and 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 almost scary but the way i see the similarities with microdosing is that what i experienced during that macrodose uh, of ayahuasca in that ceremony is i feel like when we when we get born you are new fresh um mm -hmm. totally in in the flow of the day of yourself of your consciousness and when you get older you accumulate thoughts and on thoughts on thoughts on thoughts and you get almost rigid in th into those thought patterns and what that microdose did for me macrodose sorry the ayahuasca is everything i thought i was crumbled and all of my fears all of my beliefs everything i wanted to uh, i thought i wanted to be or thought i wanted i had to do crumbled and it detached of of myself mm -hmm. it was like like i could look at it and i was like it i could feel that it was no longer 
mine. Like you said, the ego death. I died mm-hmm. in the in in the in the desert, and after that, I I resurrected. It, it was crazy, but the resemblance with microdosing is that the macrodose is really big, a big experience, and everything is detached. At least is what I experience, and with a, a microdose is what you provide is touching on little parts of such experiences and i couldn't have the macro dose experience without the the micro dose experience yeah. it was a long story but uh, yeah yeah well <clears throat> it's beautiful that you say that that it's like uh, the state of, of being a child being fresh being new in the world and perceiving things like on a on a on a, an empty fresh slate or or perspective Kansas, yeah and that i think that is the the main goal of if you, if you want to use psychedelics and and you want to have personal growth is is being going back to that state of being in the now being in the present moment enjoy every every part of life accept everything that is and so, so that is I, I, that for me personally. That is the goal. Is my goal, and my my journey is to to, and of course, in in psychotherapy, they 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 talk about the inner child and those kind of things that you touch the inner child. But it's it's touching and and conditioning yourself and hacking yourself to to be in that state of curiosity and not in being in the knowing, but being in the in the curiosity and being in the the mystery and seeing the, the the mystery of life and nature and yourself and and that yeah I I always tend to to wanted to go back in that state of of like I, when I was a child and didn't have any uh, time perspective all these all these thoughts all these embedded patterns that I I conditioned myself during my my uh, fifty years of love life on Earth so yeah. I think if we can touch on that and, and for, yeah, even if it's a few seconds a day and then, uh, yeah, you can prolong it every day. And, and then later on, you can just condition yourself and you have hacked your system to be, to be, and, and also to see your brain, not as I am, I am this. It's just a tool. It's a tool. And, and of course you tell yourself stories, but you're much more than only the story you tell yourself. You're, you're much more than just Yorick. Because if I ask like, who are you? It's like, yeah, I'm Yorick. But yeah, you, that's a name. You're not that. You're, and you're not your thoughts. And of course, this is all Eckertolle. I don't know if people know Eckertolle and he really explains it really good. But if you identify with your mind, with your, with your thoughts, then yeah then then suffering will emerge because your thoughts always are in the present in the in the past and in the future uh, so fear and anxiety those kind of things but if you observe your thoughts and being the observer and know that you are the observer and not your thoughts then you get detached and that's where awareness and awakening comes from and that's what that's the state you want to be in to really I really go on the path of personal growth. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree. It is the most truest form of yourself. And it's re- about reconnecting with that being in yourself, I believe. Yeah. And I'm a very practical guy as well. If If you want to make the realest music or the best business or the best connection with your parents or the people around you, 
you first have to connect with yourself. And yeah, that's yeah. what microdosing and macrodosing did for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very clear. I'm, I'm a different person than I was five years ago. And that is partially thanks to this process. Okay. Uh, what, what I wanted for this conversation is for to that it, that it was a familiar story for the people who are already on this journey, like a confirmation. But most of all, for people that are thinking about exploring this path, that they wanted to yeah to gain a bit more knowledge about the process of microdosing macrodosing mushrooms nature consciousness i think we touched on a lot of good topics about this 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 topic do you have any advice for people who are on this journey or exploring themselves on this journey hmm I'm always careful to give advice. <laughs> I tend to say don't, don't, don't believe people who give advice. But yeah, well, I think the most important is, is that psychedelics and of course life also teach you, but psychedelics can really be of support of living, living your life from your core, from your intuition. And I think intuition is the most important thing because you know these answers already. So, and, and if you take like, you can, you can find out for yourself if you, if you decide to, 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 to take a high dose of a magic mushroom, for instance, and you ask yourself a question, then the information comes in one bit and pieces like, poof, and that, that's your intuition. Um, because, and, and you know the answer yourself, but you, yeah, you like to hear it from a, a therapist or from someone else to get confirmation or something. But I think the most important is to learn to trust your intuition and, and, and know the difference between your thoughts and your fears and your needs and your intuition. Because these thoughts can interfere and, 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 uh, yeah. So you, you, you can, can tell the difference between your intuition and, and your thoughts and your fears and your needs and your greediness or whatever. So, so yeah, first find out that, that, and then, yeah, living from your core will, will teach you how to, to be on the path that you are in life and, and psychedelics can really be of, of help walking that path. So as long as that path ha has a heart, has, because every, every part, every path leads nowhere, it leads to that you are going to die in the end. So you better walk a path that has a heart, that has some, that resonates with your, with your mission, with your vision. And so, yeah. And if you don't have a vision or a mission or a goal in life, then, then yeah, <laughs> write it down. What do you want? What there, there are like some techniques like, okay, imagine yourself being 80 years old and, 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 and visualize that you look back on your life and what did you want to experience? What did you want to learn? How, how do you want to be? And of course, then you also touch on that, that all these outer factors are not that important and love for your family, for yourself is more important, those kind of insights. And sometimes it helps to write that down and make it more concrete. And then because the brain needs a goal, if you don't have a goal, then you don't have a direction to go to. So, so yeah, that make it as concrete and as specific as possible. And, and implement almost a, a remembrance that how it feels to be the person you want to be and, and, and what you want to achieve or what you want to be connected to. And yeah, 
for me personally, psychedelics help me a lot to on this path. But it, it doesn't have to be psychedelics. It can also be like breath work and meditation or yoga, whatever. And and be balancing and you mentioned it also that you're a lot of in your head and it gave you bodily awareness microdosing for me is exactly the same i for a long period of time my my body was on the automatic pilot walking behind my head like like this and now my my body and mind are more in balance because yeah the intelligence or not the intelligence, but you're not seated in your head alone. You're seated in every cell of your body. And if you have balanced that out, then it, it also raises consciousness. And yeah, I'm really aware of that, that, that now I, I take care more of my body. I stopped drinking for, for instance, for a longer period of time. I started smoking weed, stopped for, I did that for years. And so, yeah, that really helps me to, to take care of my, my body more and more and being more in in balance with my body and my mind so yeah that you can do that with psychedelics or without it's, a, it's not a promo talk but it it helps me to to be more connected to to my to my body and my my intuition i agree beautifully said yeah. i believe there's nothing wrong with promo talk. Before we started this conversation, I told you, let's promote Microdose and Microdosing Institute maximally because I believe you guys should be number one, at least in the Netherlands and way beyond. Where can we find you? Yes. Well, uh, just Google microdosing and you'll find us. We, we had that, we had the luck that we were the first in the Netherlands to, to stumble upon microdosing. Or at least the first one was Martijn Scheer from, who started higher consciousness and, and, and synthesis. I wrote an article. He wrote about microdosing in 2015 or something. And then slowly it, it, it entered, it entered, entered Holland and Europe. But yeah, we were the first and we are still the first to have, build a platform from, a platform only specifically around microdosing. You had the third third wave. That's also a platform, but they also are into psychedelics in general and not only microdosing. So yeah, th that is why because we wrote a lot of content and a lot of realistic information. Then yeah, if you Google us, then you will see Microdosing Institute of or for the Dutchies Microdosing.nl on the first page of of Google. And yeah, that really helps us to 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 emphasize that it's really really important to have a realistic viewpoint. Also, when you start microdosing, because we guide some people, so a lot of people, and the first 15 minutes, I'm, I'm down-regulating their expectancies, for instance, because of they think that's like a, a quick fix or a solution to their problems. But you get more out of it if you have a realistic perspective on, on microdosing. So yeah, where can people find us? Microdosing.nl, microdosinginstitute.com. That's our website. You can find us on Instagram at Microdosing Institute. But we didn't talk about that. My side project is, is, was in 2018. We guide, uh, yeah, we guide the people and they said, okay, where can I buy truffles, for instance, or reliable source of, of products? And my, I always had an interest on the people behind these products. Why do they sell them? How do they make them? And so, yeah, I decided to, on my own, as a side project, build a, an online shop where I get to know these people who sells it, sell it. So I, I, I can offer 
a reliable source of products and and the main reason was to to cover the cost of our mission with with microdosing institute so that's how the the shop was built and and born <clears throat> and uh, yeah we uh, because we wanted to be independent of sponsorships of uh, donations of investors because yeah a lot of companies they attract investors and then you are dependent on their on their ways and how they want it and i don't i didn't want it i i don't like that so now i'm totally independent and 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 i learned about like i i have a we have a podcast channel on youtube or spotify or whatever and so yeah we have a lot of uh, podcasts or interviews with the people behind these products like for instance the 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 developer of these uh, extracts of medicinal mushrooms and uh, where our uh, mart from food spawn or where the cacao comes from we didn't want because cacao is very can be very yeah if if it comes from congo if it doesn't have the right certificate so so uh, yeah we collaborate with these people from pure cacao from food spawn from with fresh mushrooms we know like fresh mushrooms is that like the one number one truffle farmer who has been around for 30 years Hans is 80 years old and has yeah has the best knowledge and of of how to grow the the truffles so yeah without yeah without saying more because we mainly focus on microdosing institute and as a side project we have microdose.nl that is the the, that's my shop and i i co-founded it with my friend who wished to remain anonymously but yeah and we also have discord because on instagram and and facebook we build a community but we also are aware that that it's it's as leak as it can be so so uh, yeah discord is very safe it's an it's a closed online forum and you can find us there also so you can all find these information how to find us on our website plenty of information plenty of sources and yeah lots of knowledge and a lot of lovely people i mean I know you, I know Jokabin a little bit. We At least we know each other. And Naomi from the coachings, a lot of lovely, lovely people who have a lot of knowledge and who can be of help in your microdose or plant medicine journey. So yeah. thank you for your time, Hein. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, about our team, we'd like to collaborate with people and have people in our team who are like having a pure intention and having yeah are resonating on our same frequency so so that's why we slowly slowly build a, a small team around us like Brittany and Vinica and, and Mart and uh, yeah so so uh, yeah and of course Jacobin who I founded with and uh, yeah that's we find that very important not to and not to just collaborate with whatever we want just with organizations like open foundation and opera and the psychedelic society uk and san francisco and yeah just want to be mindful of what the intentions are behind people who want to work in the psychedelic space yeah beautiful well, not to forget mentioning the, the Guild of Guides. Sorry, also that's like a, a an umbrella for all the truffle retreats in Holland and across the world. Yeah, very good to know. Well, let's spread the microdose message, and I hope to talk to you soon. Yeah, I hope to see you on the Biohacker Summit in October again. Also, most definitely, yeah. most definitely. Yeah. Thank okay. you, Anne.